On December 9th, I got a text message that an ancient murelet was being seen in two harbors. This diminutive oceanic bird breeds in the northern Pacific Rim from China to British Columbia and winters in the northern Pacific, especially in waters off Russia, Japan, and China in the west, and from Alaska down to California in the east. It was just a week after my surgery, so I decided not to chase it. I probably would have risked it if it would have been new for my Minnesota list, but I'd seen one off Stony Point on January 17, 2021. I've also seen them where they belong, in Alaska's Inside Passage in 2001, from a ferry in British Columbia in 2014, and on a boat trip in the Kenai Fjords in 2022. No older than other birds in its family, people can't help but wonder why this murelet was named ancient. The standard explanation is its gray back, but Ken Kaufman recently looked into some original descriptions of the species going back almost 240 years and learned that one description written in 1784 noted that, quote, on the hind part of the neck are numbers of white, long, loose, and very narrow feathers, which give it an aged look. Ancient murelets are true oceanic birds who feed on small fishes and large zooplankton, especially crustaceans called krill. They forage chiefly in offshore waters to the edge of the continental shelf, but can also occur in large numbers within a few kilometers of land where tidal upwellings bring food close to the surface. They don't come to land except to breed, usually in colonies. This is the only seabird in which the young are reared entirely at sea. The chicks hatch with thick down feathers, their eyes open, and plenty of body fat to sustain them until within a few days, usually two, the family departs for the sea. Usually, especially on steep terrain, the parents fly to the ocean and wait for their young to waddle and slide their way down. The family members find each other thanks to recognizing one another's calls. Parents remain with their young for at least a month until the chicks are fully grown. Even after the family goes their separate ways, they'll stay on the ocean until the next breeding season. So what the heck could such a truly oceanic bird be doing in Two Harbors, Minnesota? Oddly enough, there are quite a few records of ancient murelets long distances from the sea. This is by far the most likely bird in its family to occur well inland. There are at least nine records for Minnesota now. One analysis suggested that most inland records are associated with storms on the Pacific coast, the easternmost records being associated with more northerly storms. For some mysterious reason, the fall of 2023 appears to have sent an exceptional number of ancient murelets inland in the eastern half of the continent. In November and December, there were sightings from all five Great Lakes, if you count Green Bay as a part of Lake Michigan. Minnesota had our two harbors sighting. There were sightings in Ashland and Sturgeon Bay in Wisconsin and in Lorain, Ohio. 
Ontario borders four Great Lakes, and birders on that side of the border saw ancient murelets from the shores of Lake Ontario and Huron all the way to Thunder Bay on Lake Superior. Perhaps the most extraordinary of all the ancient murelet sightings of late 2023 was one that turned up in Tennessee at Chickamauga Dam near Chattanooga. Birders with keener eyes or more confidence than me studied the eBird documenting photos from this season to conclude that all, or at least most of them, were different individuals. As of January 10, 2024, there have not been any inland sightings reported to eBird since the new year. Not the best news for birders, but good news for the murelets themselves who really do belong in northern Pacific waters. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.